This is Joan Barkley, and I am at the Four Seasons New Orleans at the 18th Annual Brownell Academy, and I'm here with Troy Hayes, who is the president and CEO of Brownell Travel, and we are going to be speaking about what he's seen over the past 30 years with the company and where it's going now that he is the sole owner, and uh, it's time to sit back and listen. This is Insider Travel Report. So, Mr. Hayes, thanks so much for joining me and taking some time. Thank you for being here. Thank you. So, it's your 30th year with Brownell. Yes. And it's a great reason for everybody to assemble and celebrate. And so, you've brought out your partners, Meg and Martha, and you've become the agency's sole owner, and you're experiencing record-breaking growth. So, I'm wondering if those three elements are related (laughs) and um, how they'll impact your advisor's bottom line going forward. Great questions, Don. Um, first of all, the the, uh, the ownership transition is something that's been in the in the works for for years. We have wanted to work on that. Our mission here is how do we how do we maintain Brownell as an independent agency? We believe that gives us a strategic advantage, uh, an operational advantage, especially for the advisors. Um, and so that's that's a big part of the goal. So Megan, Martha, and I have been together for of, of my thirty years. We've been together for twenty nine, I think, of them um, when Megan and I got together. And so um, you know, this is and this is a one hundred and thirty seven year old company. I mean, so there's a long legacy uh, that we are determined uh, to preserve. So is this really just the next step of that? And, um, and, and so as far as what does that mean for advisors, for us, it is that we remain very focused on helping the advisors thrive. Our advisors are much are highly productive and able to make a good income because they've got the support, the network uh, to be in the process. Our whole Discover More process helps us close more business more quickly, help us understand the client better, and as a result, um, more productive and able to make a better income. So one of the changes I've seen in the industry since the 80s is the the growth of the host agency concept, and that's certainly a big part of your business model. Yes. Um, can you speak about how and why you've embraced the agency, the host agency concept, and how it's um, why it's grown so important to uh, the industry and to your agency specifically? You know, Don, the, the whole independent contractor hosting business, when I came in 30 years ago, um, we we wanted to have nothing to do with it, and you you've been in the business for a while. We remember those stories of those rogue independent contractors that are you know in some other place you can't keep an eye on them, and suddenly they stole a bunch of tickets, and you know because they had your GDS and they had your you know your ARC, and um, and so the, that part of the business was always one that we just stayed away from, and we would have agencies, you know, uh, with with the advisors would be close, and so that you could help coach and you could you know uh, see it. When we merged with Sterling Travel, uh, with Martha and her partner Rebecca out of at Sterling, they had a host model that taught me, um, opened my eyes to the fact that. Um, Tom Peters, a great business writer, many moons ago, wrote a book, um, and in his book he talks about his management strategy of loose-tight. And our model is a loose-tight model. It means tightly um, defining who joins us based on do they share our values, are they we people, not me people, basically is the shorthand I can give you. And um, 
So Rebecca and had this model, and she taught us that if you if you select independent contractors as as vigorously as you select an employee for fit, for values, for culture, and for integrity, that then you can loosely allow them to go in about how they conduct their business. And that part of the hosting model was what was appealing to us is we can have a national reach out, out of, you know, when, when you're located in Birmingham, Alabama, it's not the luxury hotbed of the world. <laughs> you know, most of our competitors are in New York or their major metro markets. So you can take that model and we can expand nationally. We can find advisors that share our values and they're in any number of different marketplaces um, geographically. And we can reach them uh, through the hosting model. Um, the biggest distinction I would say is how we go about hosting is I don't see an independent contractor any different than I see an employee. We're all one team. We're all sharing those and we're here to help each other succeed together. And so it's really a community. The hosting model, the work, what's, you know, as we moved into the pandemic, work from home is, you know, hybrid work or work from home is where we need to be. And the hosting model, we had great resources to help uh, support people in that environment. That, that has been a terrific part of uh, the success is people want support and community and they want to work from home. We can we we provide that in the way we run our hosting business. And you actually closed down after COVID. You closed down what you had had internally as uh, corporate. So we sold corporate travel twelve years ago, maybe. So corp once when we went through our visioning process, Dawn, and we understood that our vision is to enrich lives through exceptional travel. Corporate didn't fit that. And we wanted to put all the resources into the parts of the business, which is leisure travel, both hosting as well as the staff side, and incentive travel. Those are two places that travel, the power and the passion of travel matter. And so we sold corporate to BCD, a big, great corporate operator. If I, I don't ever want to meet with procurement at another big public company ever. And they do that really well. And so we took those resources and plowed them in to, the, to our leisure travel and our incentive travel business. So you still run an internal incentive travel yes. company? The ladies uh, at the desk, because you checked in in black, um, that's our incentive travel team. Okay. So we talked a little bit about COVID. You mentioned COVID. And so... Over the past several years, we've certainly seen, and you've seen over 30 years, your share of crises between 9-11 and COVID, and now you've got wars in uh, Israel and Ukraine. So what is the experience of the past 30 years and dealing with crises like that going to, what is that going to do to help you deal with the current crises and the ones that are going to come up in the future? Don, you're, you're so spot on. We just have to know that this is the world we live in. But the world's always been tumultuous, and we're in an industry that's exposed to world political events, world economic events, uh, world weather and ge you know geographic events, volcanoes and things like that. So uh, what that means it, in a mindset means just know that there will be things come. Be relaxed, stay loose, and and because we always have to deal with the disruption and. Um, 
you know, one of the one of the great gifts of of having a company that's been around since 1887, you can look back at the things that the Brownells, three generations of that family, took them through. Um, you know, Jenny Brownell, so a woman, was running this business in 1900, out of the deep south in a college town. She didn't even have a vote, and this and she's running a business that was a tour company doing business around the world, and. Um, she was with a group of Americans in Berlin the day war is declared on Germany. So we have a whole set of stories about how she managed and navigated them through that. Then there was the Spanish flu going on at the same time, and then and World War One breaks out, and they have to so they had to navigate, you know, even worse than what we had to go through with our pandemic. Uh, because there was a world war underway at the same time. So the legacy of the company is surviving through all those sort of upsets. And so they, you know, basically slowed the business down, waited for the war to be over and for the flu to work its way through. And then they recover. And that's kind of where we we will be after after this one. Look at how we're recovering. You know, everybody thought stop talking about 2019 will never be as robust as 2019. It was a record year. As you know, the whole industry have blown through 2019's results. The demand, desire for travel is so powerful. That's the upwelling that we get to ride, and we'll ride for generations to come. And we'll just have to deal with the, you know, there's a war. So we just, let's don't go to the war zone. <laughs> and let's, you know, there's, there's, and there are challenges around the world that we avoid. It also means financially, everyone needs in this business as a business and as individuals to have some margin in our lives financially as well as emotionally to realize that with those upsets, leave yourself some margin so that you can deal with the blows as they come. Uh, so for us, it just means we don't take on debt, it means we maintain cash and so that we and we have and hosting is a flexible structure so that we can flex with the demand of the time. I like that idea of emotional margin. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that at some point. Is <laughs> a great book called Margin, and and uh, it's very helpful to think about in a in a tumultuous world. Um, financial, emotional, uh, time margins all are really important uh, to maintain to maintain uh, health. Um, you talked a little bit, I mean, looking back, so over the past 30 years, what do you see as the, um, I mean, you have such perspective, what have been the biggest changes and, uh, that have affected travel for, for good and for bad? What is really exciting is that what has changed is, I will look at this, look at the room that, uh, of people that we've got. I don't know if you've had a chance to sit in there. I just left. And the professionalism and the um, uh, in this industry is radically different than what it was, you know, 40 years ago when I was a consultant working on a national travel agency. We lived in Boston. I was in New York all the time. The travel agency business was um, transactional. Um, the leisure agent mostly was stuck behind a desk. Uh, didn't get to travel as much because they had to be in the system answering the problems. Um, and pay the, was in the bottom quartile of the Department of Labor statistics for service businesses. So you weren't going to attract professional talent for poor pay and tough work conditions if you just got to travel some, which was kind of the way people recruited you into travel in the day. 
where are we now is that we have through this through our whole processes all the systems and processes we have we now have a professional industry uh, that people can make a good six-figure income and live into what they love to do, helping people experience life. That's the most enormous transition. And it was a, you know, it was a dream. Um, when I started in, in at Brownell 30 years ago, you know, I remember back to the, when I was a consultant working on the national account back in, when we lived in Boston. Um, I remember looking at that agency business going, this is awful. <laughs> but buried in here are a small cadre of clients that really want service. And the dream was that we could build a professional advising community to take care of them. Service fees were critical to that, not just for the income they generate, but for the clients that they run away. <laughs> because you have clients that don't want service. And they say, I'm not going to pay you that fee. And that's the best thing that happened to the agency business because that means we're left with the client that we can that wants what we do and we can preserve our emotional energy and our time for those clients now. And that's the, so the service fee in a uh, transformation in this business has been huge for that very reason. We can focus on the client that wants what we do. Where do you see the industry going next? Hmm. Well, now Dawn, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not making my business as a prognosticator. What, we're exposed to consumers. We're exposed to the world um, of consumers, and so they are changeable. You know, and, and they're a lot smarter people than me trying to sort out where consumers are going to go. Um, exposed to the world, exposed to all the events of the world economy as well as the world politics. So what I foresee is there will be continued growth in this business. Everything points to all generations, from boomers to to, to Z want uh, prioritizing travel and good travel experiences. And they're aware that there are professional travel advisors. Those two things together make me very optimistic for the future of our business uh, and of this industry. The What we will need to always do, and we believe at Brownell, our job is really relationships. Because we count on these partners who are all around the other room to deliver these great experiences, we promise. Well, what we are in control of is picking the right partners and building that trusted relationship. But so if, as long as we stay focused on that, as we go forward, this is the lesson of 137 years of Brownell. You know, they started this business. There was no telephone. There was not commercial electricity. There were no automobiles and they built a travel business that has endured through all those changes. How is that? How do we do that? It is focus on those relationships, hold lightly your business practices and technology, because those things will be dynamic and change, and certainly technology will change a great deal. And what we hold firm to is those relationships with these partners who run these businesses that execute on the ground for us, that create these great safaris, that have these wonderful guides walking you through London, or all those experiences, those are the relationships that we'll be in control of. And so as long as we stay focused on that, and that we are the trusted relationship builder, with clients, with partners, and among each other, we'll be fine. And specifically for Brownell, what's what's going to happen in the next thirty years? We're, you know, we will continue to do what we do well, which is raise up professional advisors, uh, focus on on the incentive side of the business for helping clients use travel really well. Um, 
we will do those things and continue. It's the work we do is too complicated and labor intensive today. So our priorities will be letting people stay in those lanes, but harness technology and systems and teamwork in a way that removes the labor intensive work and the the stuff that we don't like to do, the stress inducing, error producing problems. So for Brownell, it will be stay very focused on those trusted relationships and what we do and and find ways to stay uh, as productive and happy in that work and streamline and simplify as much as we can. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations on the past 30 years and good luck for the next 30 <laughs> and enjoy the conference. And thank you all for listening. This is Dawn Barkley and this is Insider Travel Report.